T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good afternoon. Welcome in. Royals walk it off for the third time this season. 4-3, the final score in 10 innings. Fun game, hot game, fun finish. Let's enjoy it. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Royals salvage one against Cleveland and now get to enjoy this Thursday night before welcoming the Dodgers to town for three beginning tomorrow night. Text line is there for you as well, 913-586-7610. A lot to talk about in this 10-inning affair a lot to talk about today when it comes to the Kansas City Royals. I'm here to take your thoughts about not only the 4-3 win, but of course interested in your thoughts about what you heard earlier today from Royals owner and CEO John Sherman. Uh, again, phone number is open, uh, wide open, 913-586-7610. Uh, you know, the, the game itself had many heroes. Not the names that you're accustomed to hearing as heroes. Freddie Fermin, Nicky Lopez, Nick Prado, Zach Greinke. Now, Scott Barlow will roll this Chapman, those two doing their things in the final two innings. That's unsurprising. Although I will be surprised if a few of you call in to apologize to Scott Barlow. Not holding my breath for that. But Freddie Fermin comes in off the bench. Nicky Lopez comes in off the bench. And it reminds me of something that we've heard Matt Quatrero say quite a bit this season. And that is, uh, when you're in, you're out. And when you're out of the lineup, you're in. Nicky Lopez, Freddie Fermin, way to stay locked in. Lopez comes in as a pinch hitter in the eighth inning and draws maybe the key walk of the, well, it was the key walk of the game, but maybe the key plate appearance of this 4-3 Royals victory was that walk from Nicky Lopez with one out in the eighth inning with the Royals down 2-0. Cleveland tried, as Denny Matthews was laying out throughout the game, Cleveland did what they could to keep the Royals in this game. Running into three outs on the base paths, um, gifting them a 
base runner there in the 10th as Nicky Lopez reaches on an infield hit. So thanks to the Cleveland Guardians for their help, but thanks to Nick Prado for the two-out RBI single to center. To Nicky Lopez for hustling down that first baseline, not assuming that that ground ball to the right side was going to be an automatic out. And then Freddie Fermin, a guy that I fell in love with baseball, love with. He's a nice guy, too. I, mean, I got nothing but love for Freddie Fermin. Uh, but fell in love with him spring training a few years ago, just the way that he attacked every single day, every single bullpen, every side session. Just great energy, just a great spirited ball player. Happy to see him thriving at the big league level. A two run double in the 10th inning, his second career walk off RBI. Freddie Fermin and the Royals pick up win number 23 here in game number. 81. Again, 913-586-7610 is our phone number. If you were one of the 12,400 in attendance today, we're not going to make you wait on hold. Lord knows you sat through enough heat out there. A three-hour game that appeared for a while as if it was going to be a good morning, good afternoon, good night. Your boys just got blanked again. But they battle back. They score uh, two in the eighth two in the 10th and pick up the win. The record is now 23 and 58. Text line is open for you. The Jay Southland Tow Service text line 918-913-586-7610. So as we sit here now 81 games into this season, this evaluation season, you're sick of hearing it. I'm sick of saying it, but that's what it is. We, We heard it again earlier today from the owner. So halfway through this evaluation season of 2023, what's your evaluation? Obviously, it's not complete. But halfway through this season, what are you willing to say declaratively? 913-586-7610. That's what I want to know. I got two. uh, Two declarative statements that I can make about... Well, not really about this team, but about individuals. 913-586-7610. I'll give you my uh, 81-game evaluation of who I feel comfortable making a strong statement about, uh, putting my uh, reputation out there. I'll, I'll ride for a pair of Royals. We'll get to that in a moment. Um. But we got some news coming from the Royals clubhouse as Jordan Lyles was scheduled to start tomorrow's game. He is now feeling sick. He will not start. It will be uh, Alec Marsh. Let's go. Alec Marsh, the 25-year-old right-hander that the Royals took in the 2019 draft out of Arizona State, makes his big league debut against the Dodgers tomorrow against another rookie in Bobby Miller. Well, well, well. With all due respect to Jordan Lyles, feel better, buddy. Hoping you can make it back-to-back dubs. But with all due respect to Jordan Lyles, man, there is a there's something to get excited about. Uh, Alec Marsh is a guy that had struggled at the AA level. Struggled to find consistency in the strike zone. 
gets bumped up to AAA, and it reminds me of something that Dayton Moore always talked about. You can only uh, advance, evolve, uh, mature to the level that you're playing at. If the competition doesn't raise itself, well, then your ability might be stymied because of that competition. And Alec Marsh gets the bump up to AAA, and since then he's made, what, three starts? He's gone at least five innings in all threes, punched out at least six in all three, hasn't given up more than two earned runs in any of those three outings. I'm excited to see him. If you haven't watched Alec Marsh, eye test-wise, he – in my opinion, he, he passes the eye test. Got a big old rear end, some big legs, just a one of those horses. You know, the, the same reason why I was a big fan and still am a big fan of Brad Keller. One of those guys that you can saddle up and you say, give me five, give me six innings. Uh, and once they mature, you feel comfortable saying, give me 160 innings. Alec Marsh tomorrow making his big league debut, 7-10 for the first pitch right here on 610 Sports Radio. All right, so phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. We're going to start off in Lee Summit. Colson, you're hitting leadoff this afternoon. Go ahead. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Um, uh, All right, let's go to Cody in Blue Springs. Cody? I'm on the edge right now. Come on. Yeah, I just wanted to make a few statements. I don't really want to talk about the wins or losses, but I want to put one thing on the players and one thing on the management. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm an older guy. I'm 42. I've been around. I've been a Royals fan for a long time. And there's been a lot of losing. But what really kind of bothers me about this new generation of losing is just the, the care about it. You don't see really the guys arguing calls. You don't see the manager ever lose his cool. You never – it almost seems like it's complacent with this. I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know if it's how the big leagues are now. Well, give but, me an I example. Mean, like give me see. an example, Cody. What are you, what are you looking for? Just, just you I want him yelling at the umpire more? I want to see some fire. I mean, maybe a throw a Gatorade bucket or something. I mean, just I mean, just something that okay. shows like they're engaged. So it's just for you. So it's just for you. No, you just no, want to see I, it. No, I, I no, I just want to see fire. I, like I think that's a big thing. I think passion. I mean, sometimes it, right, like so when you, you can talk about stats all day. You, you want to see fire. You want to see desire. You want to see someone give me trying a name. to crawl back. Cody, give me a name. Who do you think lacks fire on this team? The whole roster. I have, the only so, guy Salvador Perez really lacks hard. fire. Salvi lacks fire? Yeah, he, he has this year. And I'm, I'm not putting it all on the players, but, I mean, I would like to see more passion. I, I think that's been really missing. And if you if you go back to 20 years ago, you go back to 10 years ago, five years ago, there, there's just something missing passion Wrong. I was here five now, years ago. What are you talking about? You're telling me in 2018 that no, team was playing? there was passion. Yeah, it's the exact same amount of okay. passion. Now, now, now I'm going to get to my second point. Okay. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about – Sherman and the stadium. One other thing that I, I see missing is when the Royals were bad before, at least they got out in the community, they did events, they did free signings, they did things that show community engagement. The Royals, I know COVID kind of squashed a few things, but other teams are doing it. They're getting out in the community, they're engaging. That's one thing I just don't see. When was the last time you've seen like a public event for the fans? They had that little thing that supposedly replaced Fan Fest that wasn't accessible. 
the majority of the fans. They, they've kind of alienated their fan base. Why not, if you want to try to win these fans over, if you're not winning on the field, win on the street, win with the fans that are still supporting you. And I just don't see that basically the Royals trying to to make it better for the fans. Hmm. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for the phone call, Cody. Let's go to Kyle in the Northland. Kyle, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. How about that, Dub? That's another one. That's another one, man. I'm going to switch up the vibes real quick. Uh, you know, it's a walk-off winner, and we're talking about passion. But uh, I just got two words today, Vern. Nicky Lopez. You know that's my guy. Time to put some respect on his name. And that's my favorite Royal because of today's, you know, performance. He's just solid, man. And uh, yes, you insert is. him in the game, he gets a walk. He starts the rally. Then he scores a run. He makes some solid defensive plays. That one he made ranging over to the left with a foul line. Didn't you know? He made it look easy, but I don't think it was an easy play. Uh, you know, he comes up in the tenth. He gets an infield hit. That was sweet. And then he gets the scores. You know, he scores the winning run. As soon as that ball left for means bat, I'm screaming ball game. I'm out in the outfield seats underneath the fountain, going, "That's a winner!" Because I knew he was going first to home because that's the type of ball player he is. And, uh, you know, today's game just had everything. I love the defense by Grinky. I always try to come when he's out on the mound. That cover in third play, that was beautiful. Yeah. You know, that's baseball right there, man. And uh, the stolen base by Jose Ramirez, I was super pumped when they called him out. I thought yeah. Salvi got shaken up a little bit. We watched the replay, and sure enough, Jose Ramirez found a way, man. That dude is incredible. Had a blast at the K today with my buddy and his daughter, her first Royals game hot one but you know we made the best of it and uh you know you always ask a question to start the game and i guess my declarative statement is you know the young guys they do need more time but i see it you know you got michael you got drew waters is performing pretty well lately you know obviously we're all in on bobby and prado's a stud Vinny's coming around he'll be back next year don't forget about him we're doing all right but my most declarative statement is I have confidence in Sherman, you know, building a winner. I think we had enough veterans on the roster last year to prove that. Um, but when the time's right, we'll be ready. Uh, the fans are here, regardless of what, you know, the last caller said. We're, we're here. Uh, we got passion, and so do the Royals. And uh, I just wanted to apologize for uh, leaving you hanging, Vern. Those last two post-game shows were – No, you're all good, man. You there. don't ever need to apologize to me. You just keep bringing that positivity. Kyle, I appreciate the phone call. Also appreciate our next guest for calling us up. He is Royals closer Scott Barlow on the horn after throwing a clean ninth inning, working around a one-out single to Stephen Kwan. He punches out Ahmed Rosario and gets the ever-dangerous Jose Ramirez to ground out to finish off the frame. Scotty, nice job. Congratulations on the win. Thank you, thank you. It was a good one. Yeah, what's going through your mind when you see a guy that's already walked it off once when you see Freddie step to the dish with two on and one out? Oh, just full of confidence. I mean, the guy's been been awesome this year. You know, you just see him work hard every day and uh, just improve his game every time he comes to the ballpark. And uh, to see that, you know, success translate on the field, I mean, you just can't be any more happy for the guy. Scott, we just had a caller that – and, and listen, we all understand when, when the wins aren't as a plenty as a, as a team would want, sometimes a ball club and offense can look flat. But take us inside the dugout. Take us inside the clubhouse. Uh, share with the fan base the passion that this team has day in and day out, uh, not just for the fan base to go out there and win, but to win for one another. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, positivity has been, I mean, at an all-time high. Uh, but like you said, with the you know wins-loss record, I mean, we don't, we don't dwell on that at all. I mean, every, every one of these guys is coming to the ballpark and, um, you know, getting their work in, improving on, you know, areas they feel like they need improvement on. And, um, you know, that, over the course of the season, I mean, I've, we've already seen it so far, just the, the strides guys have made, whether it be, you know, just at bats, taking quality at bats and pitchers, you know, um, you know, really working on, you know, first pitch strikes and executing two pitch strikes. And, um, you know, everybody's just cheering for every, every guy. And, you know, we even look, you know, at video and try to help each other as much as we can. If, you know, um, you know, see if we can see something, you know, maybe a coach has missed or anything like that. And, um, you know, everybody's just always excited to come to the ballpark, root, rooting on for one another. And it's just been, it's been awesome this year. How about for yourself, Scott? You've, you've had another, a solid season. Now, last time we saw you, the, the results weren't obviously what you were expecting. This deep into your career, uh, th- this might be the wrong way to phrase it, but is it easy for you to flush uh, the the lesser than outings? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if you have an outing that may, might not go your way or, you know, you struggle on something, um, it's just I just look at it as an opportunity to, to get better at something or in a certain area. Of, of my game and um, you know it stinks obviously when, when things don't go your way but um, you, you got to try to find any sort of positive in this game and um, you know try to find something you can you know come to the ballpark the next day uh, to you know have a, have a mindset to, to work on and to focus on and um, you know if you're, if, you're, if you're coming to the ballpark with a mindset of hey I want to get better better today um, you know that's really all you can have um, coming to the ballpark um, but yeah, you know, you just you just got to do your best to to flush it, and when you get home, don't even think about it like nothing ever happened, and then come to the next day um, with a positive mindset because it's it's easy to it's easy it's really easy to come on to the clubhouse this year with a positive mindset with 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 the guys that we got. How come? Can you can you expand on that? What about these young guys makes it uh, easy to to pick yourself up and and get ready for another win? Well, you just look at the guy next to you in, in your locker and you, you just see the work ethic from, you know, every single guy, whether it's a pitcher, position player, catcher, whoever it may be, um, you know, you see them, you see them just actively trying to get better in practice and, um, you know, wanting to go out early and, and, and get a few reps in on whatever drill it may be. Um, and it's just super inspiring to see that. And then, um, you know, before games, everybody's always got a smile on their face. So it's, it's really infectious. Scott, final thing for you after another scoreless ninth inning. I'm curious, what, what's more difficult for you to, to handle? The trade talks that are going to be present for the next four and a half weeks or a 100 freaking degree day like the one you just endured out there? I would say probably the 100 degree because that's, you know, trade talks, you know, that's that's something completely out of my control. Um, you know, it's, it's something I'm not even concerned about. You know, I'm just happy – uh, to show up here every day and um, be with the teammates that I got now. So uh, it's it's definitely harder to, to deal with the 100 degree because you're sweating bullets out there trying to get as much uh, Gatorade or electrolytes in you as much as possible. And then, um, you know, as soon as you get on the mound or in the box, you're just not letting it phase you and just uh, focus on your goal. Well, it's impressive. And I, I, I know the last thing you want to do after a long day at the office is uh... – call up a sports talk radio show but i appreciate you doing it buddy great job out there and uh uh, let's get another one tomorrow night 
No, no, no problem at all. It's uh, it's good to talk with you. All right, buddy. Nice to hear from you, Scott Barlow. Scoreless ninth inning, Royals pick up the win in extra innings for three. The final score. Phone lines are open for you. 913-586-7610. We'll take a quick timeout. We get right back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Cody and Gold will be live from the Chiefs practice field all summer long in St. Joe to give you live real-time updates on the defending Super Bowl champs, live press conferences, exclusive one-on-one player interviews, plus front row access to see who's in the best shape of their life. Tune in weekdays starting at 10 to Cody and Gold this summer. Let's go! Live from Chiefs training camp on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. Royals walk it off in 10 4 3, the final score. Freddie for means one out, two run double in the 10th. Does the trick. And I'm kind of burying the lead. He did it against Emmanuel Classe and his triple digit cutters. Seven pitch at bat for mean wins. Fermin, Nicky Lopez, Nick Prado, the heroes of the day, unless you want to acknowledge just how much Cleveland helped out today. Now, no doubt, Royals must take advantage when a win is presented to them, right? We were all here on Tuesday. Cleveland tried to give them that game, and the Royals said, no, 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 you're the guest, we insist. Royals said, oh, okay, if you insist, we'll take this one. Royals score four runs on six hits. Cleveland, three runs on 13 hits. They run into three outs on the base paths. Now, listen, uh, no doubt, you know, nice throw from uh, Drew Waters to Matt Duffy to who they have at third base. Garcia was at short. Duffy was at third. That's who. Okay, so that one went... Waters to Samad to 
uh, Duffy for the out to get Brennan trying to stretch a double into a triple. A uh, poor decision by the local kid. He had a leadoff double. Hey, I'm, I'm grateful that he made that poor decision. Grateful that that 9-4-5 put out at third was complete or else maybe we're not sitting here celebrating. Maybe I'm not talking with Scott Barlow after a 4-3 win. My game notes after this, the 23rd win of the season. Um, and yes, if you can multiply by two, that means the Royals are on pace to go 46 and 116. But my game notes following this 4-3 win are presented by Jay's Southland Toe Service. The only reason this game went to extra innings was because Nicky Lopez draws a one-out walk in the eighth inning. Drew Waters rips uh, the next uh, five pitches later, rips a 2-2 offering from Trevor Steffen to right field, making it first and third with one out. Edward Olivares comes in off the bench, hits the sacrifice fly to score Nicky Lopez. Drew Waters steals second and scores on Nick Prado's single to center. Prado snapping an 0-for-12 with that game-tying RBI knock in the eighth, his first career game-tying RBI in the eighth inning or later. Prado has a staggering uh, 16 home runs. No, 18 18 strikeouts, the opposite of a home run. 18 strikeouts in his last eight games, but in his last at-bat, it's a game-tying RBI single to center. Again, my game notes brought to you by Jay's Southland Toe Service. Let's go back to the phones, 913-586-7610. We head out to Merriam. Steve, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. How are you tonight? All right, how are you? Just fine. You know, so I guess I want to pair the the two things that came up. You know, you had asked the question, what, what's our opinion of this uh, evaluation year as yeah. per the owner and some of the comments Scott made, um, you know, and and it all comes down to the criticalness of fundamentals. So, you know, he brought up all these items right at the end of the game, the little things that everybody did well and won the game. But then I go back, you know, earlier in the game, what early innings? I think we had back-to-back oh. leadoff runners on second base. Yeah, One guy sure never did. gets moved; the oh. other gets picked off. Oh. And you know, a you know a casual casual fan misses the how minute the difference between a ten-game stretch being four and six or six and four, and you stretch that out over the season. It's either a horrible year or a great year, and you know. Great teams play great fundamentals. You know, you get a handful of highlights in a season, but fundamentals, inning in, inning out, are is everything. So I 100%. guess my question about the evaluation, or are they going to see themselves, with, you know, with what kind of group of guys that can do that inning after inning fundamentals that give you a, a season like, you know, I mean, I, I hate to talk back to like 2015, but yeah. – but, you know, you remember watching those years every game, especially late in the game, fundamental, fundamental, everything was done right. And yeah. and that's what you're not seeing. Not, right. Not the and the thing classes. is, though, Steve, you know, that that them executing that 2015 team, you know, the, the proper execution yeah. really didn't show up until late in 2014. Those guys were booting the ball and, and doing too much in 2011, 12 and 13, Moustakas and Eski and Haas. Okay, yeah, so I'm with you 100%.
So I guess we'll, you know, we'll see. Uh, yeah. That, that's that's what we I guess that's what we need to see. And and if there's going to be something to look for in the second half, you know, I, it'd be nice to see him. You know, can can they get the sixty wins out of this? That'd be kind of nice. Yeah. You, you mentioned what what are they on pace for now? Forty. Forty six wins. So, you know, let's let's see if maybe they can get that to uh, sixty, maybe sixty five. That would be a tremendous fundamental improvement in the second half. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. No doubt. Appreciate we'll find the phone out. call. Yeah, we will. No doubt. Thirty seven and forty four in the second half, I believe, is what it would take. Yeah. Hey, anything certainly anything is possible, especially if they do what you're talking about, Steve, if they execute. That that to me is why I was so pleased with what I saw from this team against Tampa. That that's what that's what they did well. Daniel Lynch controlled what he could control. There was so much garbage happening around him, but he was able to focus on the task at hand and execute. Austin Cox in Tampa. A lot going on. Big spots. Locked in. Executed. Bobby Witt Jr., when the situation called for anything but a strikeout, put the ball in play. Bobby executed. Nick Prado found himself in that spot twice in Tampa. Anything but a strikeout. And he put the ball in play. And like you're talking about, yeah, that that eighth inning, very well executed by the Royals. Uh, The tenth inning, poorly executed by Cleveland. Great job by Freddie Fermin. Now, Cleveland was the team, in my opinion, that failed to execute time in and time out. Failed to make the proper decision. Failed to do their job. Now, don't get me wrong. I told everyone in the press box, anyone that still listens to me in the press box, after that third inning, when the Royals, for a second straight frame, wasted a leadoff double, I looked around and says, I mean, that, that, of course that's going to come back and bite them. All right? We all agree they're going to lose the game because of those two missed opportunities? Lead-off double from M.J. Melendez. Got to advance him to third. Michael Garcia strikes out swinging through a cutter. Kyle Isbell strikes out staring at 92. So there's two guys not getting the job done. And then Matt Duffy's got a very arduous task, and he flies out to left. Now, they all had a difficult task, right? Facing Shane Bieber's hard enough. But they're professionals, right? We got to hold them to that standard of professionals. Lead-off double from Drew Waters in the third inning. Got to advance him to third, right? Well, Waters never gave Samad Taylor the chance as he was caught stealing. Yeah, really thought that was going to be the reason why you lost. A pair of lead-off doubles wasted. But, man, you, you look at that uh, box score for this Cleveland ball club. They, they get picked off in the second. They get uh, thrown out at third base for the third outs in the fifth. Instead of a leadoff double, Will Brennan is thrown out at third base. So, yeah, Cleveland was the team that looked like the ones that have struggled to execute. Even their closer failed to execute. Their defense failed to execute. Uh, Nicky Lopez grounded out. Now, Nicky did his job in the 10th, right? Grounding out to the right side, advancing the runner from second to third. So even if Nicky 
uh, is out. Even if the Guardians execute that weak ground ball in the 10th inning, Nicky still does his job. And Freddie Fermin still probably at worst ties it up. But because their inability to do the fundamentals, the Royals are the ones celebrating. Brady Singer's the one dumping the bucket of Gatorade on the head of Freddie Fermin. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. Big T, you're on the postgame show as the Royals walk it off. Yeah, hey, Vern. Um, you know, I, I have to admit, I have been in a very good mood these last few days. Matter of fact, I've been in a foul mood. Not because of the losses. There was a beat down last night, but then the heartbreaker, 2-1. to one. It's it's the ignorant caller and some of the stupid texts. You called them. There better be some apologies from you yellow belly cowardly texters on Scott Barlow. He's a badass. And that caller, Steve Byrne, don't pay no attention to him. He would do the same thing after the Chiefs college show to Bink. So as he's from Oakland oh, okay. Park, Olathe, Lenexa, I don't think he knows where the hell he's from. He's captain negative. But let's be positive. How about the how about this passion? from that one guy that called. He says he's 42. You're wet behind the ears, man. What are you talking about? They're supposed to be passionate when they're getting their ass kicked every night. What's that prove? Nothing. Well, they are. Let's they talk are. About they're the still positive. passionate. They're still Hell passionate yeah, they when are. they get Hell yeah, they are, Vern. Yeah. I agree with you, man. And, yeah. and you know, we got the we got the, the Grinky special today. Hernandez. You got Clark. And then how about tough as nails Scotty Barlow? Everybody bagging on him. Way to go. He's a badass. He would be a a great addition to anybody's team as a contender down the stretch, but I hope we do not lose him because I love that guy. Chapman, too. You know, we're going to lose him. But let's talk about the real game, Burn. How about Prado? You talked about it. Got that RBI. Way to go, Nicky Prado. And then how about Nicky Lopez? SNL. Steady Nicky Lopez, baby. Woo! He just sits on the bench. Took the ball off the hand last night. Comes in, plays defense, takes the walk, gets the dribbler. Way to go, SNL. Keep up the great work, Nikki. And then let's talk about Triple F. Fabulous Freddie for me. I called him Fabulous the other night because he was. That was a great, great at-bat by Freddie. I'd like to see him catch more, EH more, uh, Salvi to keep him healthy. Way to go, boys in blue. Nice victory today. Freddie for me. Hell yeah, I love you too. Keep up the great work. I can't wait for Alex Marsh tomorrow. I'll be watching that, Bobby Miller and the Dodgers. And as always, let's go Royals. So long as you're calling him the starting pitcher tomorrow, I'm sure Marsh would not care, but it is Alec with a C. Royals walk it off 4-3 in 10 innings. We get back to your thoughts after this. Firm's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Another 2-2 pitch. Vermeen lines it down the third baseline. Fair ball. Isbell's in to score from third. Lopez runs to third. Wilson waves him around. Here comes Lopez to the plate. Throws offline. Lopez scores standing. Freddie Vermeen wins the ball game. A two-run double in the bottom of the 10th inning. Tenth comeback win of the season, first extra inning dub of the year. That's Jake Eisenberg, as heard here on 610 Sports Radio. Royals walk it off 4-3. Tomorrow, game one of a three-game weekend set against the Dodgers. Pair of rookies going at it. Bobby Miller for the Dodgers. Alec Marsh making the spot start for the ill Jordan Lyles. 
Marsh, a part of that 2019 draft class with Bobby Witt, Michael Massey, Vinny Pasquantino, and others. Phone lines open, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We'll get back to your thoughts coming up in a moment, but I want to head inside that Royals clubhouse, hear from Zach Granke, who delivered more than just a Granke special. Granke special, of course, being five innings and a chance to win. Granke went six innings, giving his team a chance to win. When he left after the sixth, Royals were down 2 nothing. They put two on the board in the eighth, two more in the tenth, win it 4-3. Here's future Hall of Famer Zach Greinke, courtesy of Bally Sports Kansas City. Well, it was all right. Located a lot of pitches and uh, a lot of balls put in play and a bunch of good defensive plays. Those two, two walks, uh, how much of that was uh, based on the, the hitter who was up in, in the situation? Uh, not much, actually. Just that first inning wasn't quite as sharp uh, location-wise, and that was that was kind of what happened. But you found, you found, found the command, obviously, later on. Yeah, command was pretty good. Uh, there, The first inning was fine, just uh, besides the walks, and then uh, last inning, command got worse again. How important was it to work out of that fifth inning and go back out for the sixth and close it down here? Uh, it was just uh, another, uh, we had a couple guys thrown out of bases and that helped uh, that, that inning. With 11 hits, um, but only two runs, how were you able to, to work around um, some of those jams, like Jalen asked, but just in general, the, the hits? Uh, mainly just, uh, I think there was three, three extra outs on the bases, which helped. Uh, they win a lot of games doing that. It just uh, kind of worked out good for us today. Um, good, good throws, and uh, for the most part, it was a lot of singles. I think so. That that helps too. Yeah, eleven hits for Granky, two runs, two walks, no strikeouts. Royals pitching didn't strike out a Guardian until the ninth inning, until Scott Barlow sat down Bo Naylor with a full count slider. Granky, Carlos Hernandez, and Taylor Clark combined to throw eight innings of 12-hit baseball. Somehow only two runs scored. They didn't strike out a batter. They walked only two. I guess that would be the reason why nobody scored is you didn't give them any free bases. Look, for as much as I'm acknowledging uh, Cleveland's friendliness with who's going to walk away with this game, the Royals had to take it. They've refused to take it way too often this season. They accepted the gift this afternoon. Let's head back inside the Royals clubhouse. Want to thank our proud sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. Let's hear from SNL, as Big T calls him. Steady Nicky Lopez comes in off the bench in the eighth inning with one out and nobody on. It's a billion degrees outside. The team's lost basically every game this year. Uh, Nicky's not playing as much as he wants. We all know that. All right, fine. Give me a bat. Let me get up there. We're down 2 nothing. About to get swept. Nicky draws a walk. Advances to third on Drew Waters. Single to right and scores on Edward Olivares's sack fly. Five pitches later, Nick Prado ties it up with a single to center. Nicky comes back to the plate in the 10th with the automatic runner on second. Nicky does his job, hits the ball to the right side, allowing Kyle Isbell to advance to third. 
But while he's making his way down the first baseline, the right side of the Cleveland infield just has, well, a brain fart. Who's covering first? Is it the pitcher? Is it the first baseman? Are we both getting the ball? Well, too late. Nicky's safe. Runners on the corners. Nobody out. Drew Waters strikes out looking, but Freddie Fermin picks him up. Doubling down the left field line. Scoring Isbell from third, and Nicky gets on his horse. Scores the game-winning run from first base. Here's Nicky Lopez, courtesy of Bally Sports Kansas City. You got to be ready, obviously, with, you know, the way that we, um, you know, the team is being run here. You got to always be ready because they use everyone, which is good. Um, so kind of when it was still close, um, Hooven Q came down and was, hey, have you, have you hit yet? And like, be ready to hit in this situation. And then you'll stay in for, for defense. So they gave me a, you know, good two innings or an inning and a half to, to prepare for that, which was good. And Whenever I get in that box, just how can I get on first base? Um, walk, hit by pitch, single, double, whatever it is. Um, that's that's been been my mentality this this whole year. Um, so that's I take a lot of pride in getting on base, um, and so I just try to do so. Walks have been a big part of your game, especially just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, has there any, been anything different that you're noticing this year? I think it's just more of my mindset, kind of getting back to you know I've always been really good at working at bat, at bats and and walking and just getting on base and um, just trying to have that mindset of how can I get on, on first base um, so that my teammates can hit me in. So I kind of just been been doing that. When you look at what Freddie did to, to win the game, then how great was that just to help salvage a win in this series? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, just for him to be ready to come in. Um, He's obviously you guys have been around him. He's he's a great guy to have in the clubhouse. Always ready, um, high motor guy, and um, the situation's never too big for him. So he's, I mean, he's what the MVP in winter ball, and he's carrying it carrying it over here. So I'm I'm super happy for him. It couldn't happen to a better person. Yeah, so. yeah, very well said. He is a hundred percent right. That's not just talk from one teammate about another. Uh, I think you would be hard pressed. Uh, throughout the world of baseball, I'm sure you could go throughout Venezuela. You're going to find it hard to find someone to say a negative word about Freddie Fermin. Couldn't be happier for the guy as he walks it off for the second time this season. Nicky Lopez, one for one with a pair of runs scored, not too shabby, especially with how last night went for Nicky. Nicky appeared in his 500th game as a Royal becoming the 51st player in franchise history to to reach 500 games played in Royal Blue. And then he gets plunked with a 92-mile-per-hour fastball, looked like right on the hand. Uh, I I thought that that bad boy was going to be broke. But x-rays turned out negative. He's coming off the bench, and case can be made. He's the hero. Well, Freddie's the hero. Uh, But but Nicky Lopez, remember we used to do the blue-collar player of the day? I think Nicky Lopez would be the blue-collar player of the game in this 4-3 Royals victory. All right, before we hand things off to Jay Binkley, who is filling in for CDOT on the drive, before we hand things off to my longtime friend Jay Binkley, let's dive into the Jay Southland Tow Service text line. From the 816, Vern Scott Barlow is a badass. From the 910, Katie on the East Coast says great interview with Scott Barlow. From the 816, yeah, by the way, if you missed it, 
Royals win, so that means the Royals are calling into the postgame show. Scott Barlow lobbed us a phone call after this one today. Barlow shuts it down with a scoreless ninth. From the 816, Vern, shout out on the double play, Shane Bieber over. Yeah, I hope you were listening to the On Deck Show. I have been rolling of late. I don't know how else to put it. Got, uh, what, seven wins in the last ten games? Almost tripled your money today? Peril winners? Make sure you're listening tomorrow because the king of this here double play, Rob Brenton, returns. Me and Rob making you money tomorrow. Be listening, 6 o'clock for the On Deck Show. Stay listening because Jay Binkley's coming your way right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.